was shot in 2011 and it was released in 2013. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, here's the thing that you have to ask about any 3D film. Yeah. Was it any good at all? Yeah. Yeah. Or was it? Although, mm-hmm. no, I, yeah, I heard a lot of people complain about it. It might have just been the way the projector was set up, but the one I saw, it was it was immersive as hell. It wasn't It wasn't really a movie where stuff came out of the screen at you. It was just immersive. Right. And for that point, it, yeah, it was great. Right. So but, it wasn't the it wasn't the this kind of 3D, right? Well, I can't I, see, so I don't know what you're doing. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I guess you're doing well, that. Okay, wait, wait, wait a minute. Uh, uh, no, it I was, was not utilized like that. It was more utilized like uh, Leatherface throws a chainsaw, and the chainsaw comes flying at the fucking screen whenever it cuts to the oh, well, point of view. Yes, it's done yeah, the proper. That, that's that's kind of like a, a, a one of the Bilbo's. One of the uh, uh, hobbits was um, uh, was 3D and oh my god! I went to see it with in 3D and they did every freaking gimmick you could imagine, you know, with the horse jumping, <laughs> the horse galloping towards you and then jumping over you and all the rest of that. After after a while, it just got tiring. <laughs> well, it takes a while to get used to as well. I remember when I went to see the Avengers years ago, the first one. And about 45 minutes an hour in, I actually got my eyes acclimatized to the 3D and I could enjoy the movie. But right. it's too much. You can't watch it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah, absolutely. Hmm. But uh, uh, there is also a big difference in, in 3D because uh, in how the, the, how the, uh, the rendering is as opposed to like when you go into effects in 3D, the rend- rendering of effects in 3D and of computer effects is a vastly complicated thing because mm-hmm. there's so many things that are moving. The inexpensive way to do it is to set yourself a bunch of planes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like this plane is five feet out. That plane's 10 feet out. That plane's 15 and so forth. And, and just move them as opposed to doing it like you would a vector graphic. Ah, yes. And, and and the problem with that is the vector graphic style uses an enormous amount of uh, uh of hard disk space but but it looks amazing. The, so the other you. way to do it, well, I, I do. But the other way to do it uh looks <laughs> kind of cheesy and they did that a lot they, they did a lot with uh the Bilbo's with the uh Bagginses. <laughs> Sorry, I got off. Boy, did I get off. Here's a better question. What is everyone's favorite 3D movie? Mm-hmm. And saying the last eight minutes of Freddy's Dead could, does not count. Really? Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely. Definitely. Uh, 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 Spider Man, the animated Spider Man in 3D was fucking amazing. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Hands, hands down, my favorite. From my 3D experiences and what limited they are, I did watch the uh, the last Underworld movie in 3D, and it yeah. was so good that it gave me a headache and I vomited. Uh, <laughs> you know, when I go to a really good moment, yeah, I, I I I guess I didn't I didn't enjoy Jojo Rabbit as much as I thought I did because oh, right? I. I because I don't remember vomiting once. <laughs> <laughs> that's because Taika Waititi's performance was so on point. That's yeah, well, why. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Nailed it. 
<laughs> How do you play Hitler? I don't know. Just act like a douchebag. Okay, I could do that. <laughs> I, love, I, I love, by the way, what he said. What he said about uh, about being the director and being dressed like Hitler with the mustache and everything. And he says, and he'd stand up there and he'd go, "Okay, we need to do this and this and this." And then he'd look around and everybody'd be looking at him like. And he go, uh, please, <laughs> please. <laughs> did, did no one see Piranha 3D at the cinema? That was a good 3D movie. I seen Piranha 3 Double D with Hasselhoff. Ah. Glorious, <laughs> glorious film. <laughs> I, I did. Who, who's I the did. girl in a 3D? I forgot. The, there's, there's like a very uh, sort of raunchy underwater 3d nude scene Ooh. Uh, that's worth it if you got it in 3d to watch that Which yeah well I, mean... I say uh, <laughs> old 3d would be pretty useless like to you but I'd, I'd say new 3d might actually be worth your while <laughs> you know what i really do need to see your your browser history <laughs> yeah, <I'm good>. yeah. <laughs> I've got the Blu-ray. I don't need that. Three, so 3D, you say? <laughs> <clears throat> Andrew, so have you have you seen any 3D porn? I I mean, I, it's out there. I've never seen that. that that's got to be good, I, right? I mean, listen, you know what? I, I sort of got when I hear six inches or twelve inches, I just take their word for it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about the last time you questioned someone. <laughs> <laughs> you asked yeah. you asked so graham yeah what's the last movie you watched creep show earlier today follow uh right you? after leprechaun 2 ah mm. are you binging the leprechaun movies or are you like me just randomly select one out of the budge and go oh this seems good right now <laughs> no but my kids wanted to watch it because they thought it was the first one was hilarious. So we watched the second one. It's actually it's really good. Mm-hmm. I've not seen it for years, but it's it's good. It's got the who's the guy from Seinfeld in it? He's um he's like one of the guys who lives with Seinfeld's dad. He's like you know take the pen that guy the the guy you know the old guy who's um Jerry takes his pen. There's a big thing about it. You know you remember the episode of Seinfeld? No, no. Seinfeld's not my favorite. He's really good. That guy. I don't know the He's really good at it. Okay. <laughs> take your word for it. Sign. I'll, I'll take your. <laughs> what was the last film you you guys watched? Arizona, featuring uh, Danny McBride. Uh, which one? Luke Wilson. Who else is in it? It's like a black comedy about the fall of the housing market in 2006 and the families that are now stuck living in the shitty homes that are not worth anything now. And one of the dudes snaps and accidentally kills his realtor. And this, the other realtor girl like watches it happen. So now he has to cover it up and it's Danny McBride pretty much snapping and uh, still doing Danny McBride stuff. Uh, the whole, this the is whole a comedy, time. right? Yeah. It, it's a it, black comedy. I swear to God. Oh, yeah. it, you know what? I've heard this description before from him and it, it doesn't sound any better. <laughs> it's just weird because he will kill somebody and then act Danny McBride. Like, he'll just act like Danny McBride and you're just like, Whoa, this is so weird. And I watched till the end and it was just like, ah, uh, I want to laugh. I want to laugh, but you just killed somebody. Like, uh. <laughs> like there's a scene where he, kill- 
What was that? Did you watch Manhunter? You got the Blu-ray, didn't you? I did. I haven't watched it yet. <laughs> oh. That's good. I'm not. God, it's been a long time since I've seen Manhunter. My, yeah. you, you, you know what I watched? Hey, come on, TJ. What film did I watch last? Oh, shit. Come on, you know. Nightmare on Elm Street 4. Oh, that's right. Yeah, oh. yesterday he did a watch-along. <laughs> this is my watch-along. And then Robert came, and then uh, at the very end of it, I, I saw Robert and Nancy, and, and Robert was... Uh, Dressed was, for the occasion. Yeah, he was... <laughs> he, he, was all, he was all this above and all party below. <laughs> that was a really nice wide shot of Robert Englund. It was, it was great. I like the fact, I like the fact that he was standing, he was standing there like Captain Morgan in his skivvies. Yeah. I sort of got it. It, 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 He was, he was, he was kind of had this Captain Morgan thing going and these checkered, uh, (laughs) checkered, uh, you know, underwear. It was great. It was, it was, it was the best. It was classy. We expect nothing else. Right. You know, (laughs) you know, it's, it, Boxers or briefs? Fucking boxers, goddammit. Fucking so, boxers. Uh, and you know so what? Boxer briefs don't count at all. Let's talk about something that we're all three working on, and I hope to bring Graham in on. Something that's going to happen in about three weeks. Uh, something that we might as well start talking about. And then yes. that can segue into, some, into a personal appearance that Mick and I will be making later on. So let's talk about a watch-along, speaking of watch-along, yes. actually, of Texas Chainsaw 3, which is the whole purpose of today's show, to announce a watch-along in three weeks featuring myself, hosted by myself, and, of course, the artiste, Mick Strawn, the production designer that doesn't do it better than it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to come on. We've got Jeff Burr interested. We've got... David Chow interested? I believe Graham uh, might make an appearance to lay down some history on y'all. I don't know why he wouldn't. <laughs> Look at uh, that. You, you know what? I, we have contact. Thank, you, thank you for that snappy catch, catching up. The, the uh, He's just standing there going. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> you got, who else you got? You got Billy Butler? Yes. I was I sort of got what did I tell you? I was gonna just get Billy on, yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh Billy Butler, and then we have contacts for old RA, Banco, and hopefully Forey. Stay tuned for announcements with that and a graphic coming soon designed by Corey Kaufman. We'll be promoting the hell out of that over the next three weeks, and uh we will be live with that probably on a Friday. Uh do we have an exact date on that? Uh it's it, I set I'm setting up for uh three three weeks from uh is that the 21st or the 28th? I think the 28th would be perfect. Okay, that will be the 28th, and we're going to try to make it a little uh, more so afternoon so the folks across the pond can watch in a reasonable time. Uh, that is important <laughs> to us. <laughs> and yes, I'm talking about Graham Leneve Painter and Brody Kane because both you guys bitch and complain that the watch-alongs happen when you're sleeping. I totally That's- get it. <laughs> I'm usually in my pajamas now. Yeah, well, <laughs> what does day or night mean anymore, right? Yeah. Right? Oh, exactly. It's uh, There's bats flying past my windows, right? Yeah. 
and I raised, I raised uh, my own. We will be talking. Uh, <laughs> Mick and I will be making an appearance at Scarefest. Mick, you want to talk Woo-hoo! about that? Yeah, we're we're going to be at uh, is Scarefest is uh, supposed to be o- opening up uh, in October, uh, l- late October, and uh, we've just decided. I, I mean, I was invited, and I invited uh, TJ. So screw it. So suck on that. Yes, so I will be following Mick along, uh, probably be the guy with the microphone in hand with a bunch of equipment on his back, look like a Ghostbuster. But come meet us, uh, talk the shit, and we'll tell you how what we think of cinematographers and uh, British people. And yeah, but also at that show will be our friend Tony Todd, Clive Barker, Nicholas. Ah, Jones, that's right. Barbie Wilde, Heather Donahue, Joshua Leonard. You know, Michael. you know who you know who else is gonna be there? Who else? Rob Rob Mello. Rob Mello, our friend from Happy Death Day that's, 1 and 2. That's right. Yeah. He's, he, he's my buddy. And also, unfortunately, unfortunately, I made a bet. On, another Rob, one of our friends will be there. Well, Michael Berryman will be there. And hopefully we can oh, see right. his version of the gas station story, as you can see behind <laughs> us in the back. <laughs> that's right. Un, un, unfortunately, I've been making bets. With Mike, uh, with uh, with Rob Mello, uh, and I, I won two bets, and then it looks like they're actually going to open the show, which means that I've lost this bet, and I have to buy him dinner and drinks. <laughs> and ev- evidently, that's not a wise thing to bet with Rob Mello around. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is a negative mick so i'm gonna negative. be i'm gonna be driving there and walking back <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it looks like it's gonna go who else do we have oh jenna jameson yeah amelia yeah. kincaid linnea quigley and uh any other <laughs> friends here are a mila oh kane hodder's gonna be there Kane hodder's gonna be there yeah yeah and I know so Kane, so that should be. And you know, you know when is the last time I saw Kane? Two years ago, at the same show. Wow! Yeah, isn't that weird? The last so. time I saw Kane was in Pittsburgh, and I was wearing my uh, "Never Hike Alone" parody shirt, my "Never Wipe Alone" shirt, and me and my buddy <laughs> were wearing them and uh, matching shirts, and we're standing there. We have all of our shit in our hands. There are a bunch of Jason goes to hell props. And he walks up and he stops dead in his tracks and he looks us up and down and he goes, never wipe alone. <laughs> and then sits down and goes, okay, what do you got for me? And then we lay out this big ass Jason goes to hell uh, two for one burger sale banner. He's like, where the hell did you get that? And he's like, oh, we made that. And uh, <laughs> he's like, how do I sign this? And he's like, get one of these, one of these big Sharpies. And he takes this big ass Sharpie and just signs his name bagel adam marcus is in possession of that uh banner right now it's sitting oh, in is he? office yes yes we're having where, the cast where, sign that where is adam out of he's out of california isn't he yes sir steve says he has yet to meet kane kane is an awesome fellow and can get a joke actually uh during a q a once he made my lovely husband not actually my husband but my best friend everyone thinks we're married Corey, stand up in a q a and ask everyone if he looks like tom tolls 
If you don't know who Tom Tolles is, <laughs> a guy from <laughs> see he gets it uh, from House of a Thousand Corpses. Or, oh, yeah. yeah. Or is he from the Devil's Rejects? No, oh, he's he's in the Devil. One. He's in both. Right. He's in both. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Can I ask a question, Graham? That guy. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Right. Um. First of all, you've done the history of Ghoulies. Goonies. Yeah. Ghoulies. Ghoulies. Right. Ghoulies. All right. All right. All right. Knock off Gremlin. <laughs> I have. Ne- yeah. I have never seen a Ghoulies film. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I have never Can seen. I- a- I've never. Why should I watch a Ghoulies film? Because they're charming as hell, man. If you like '80s movies, you cannot dislike a Ghoulies movie. I don't know if I. I I don't know if I like '80s movies as much as (laughs) I just. I just built half of them. You 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 can't see right now, Graham, but I'm holding up the out of print Scream Factory uh, Ghoulies One and Two. (laughs) Yes, fetching fetching up to twenty five dollars at the moment. Oh, <laughs> so big money. <laughs> so, uh, who was the who weren't these uh, full moon? No, Empire. Oh, they're Empire. Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, Empire. So, the third, and the third one was Vestron. Vestron, so how, how, how many were there? How many were there? Four, and I think the fourth was Columbia Trice. I don't know whoever did that one. Right. Fourth, it was fourth. Go to college. No, that's three. Oh, Watch okay. the first three. Avoid the fourth one. But uh, they've all they've all got merit, you know. The the fourth one's not exactly what I call. It's not a fantastic Ghoulies movie, but it's a really entertaining movie. So it's like the Crow movies minus the Edward Furlong. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, uh, Mick. Yeah. How have you never watched Ghoulies? Well, you see, now, now this is an interesting thing. This okay. Now, 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 now you've asked me this before <laughs> because you say, look, you got to remember that it wasn't until like two years ago that I saw Predator. Right? <laughs> yes. and, 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 and this why, year. Now, wait, I explained this to you. And why is that, TJ? That is because he was too busy making them to watch them. <laughs> <laughs> Very exactly. fair answer. It explains it all. This if you a, go back, a, that lays it all out. That's that is the beginning and end of the discussion. Yes. Uh, he's a very very busy man. As soon as the eighties hit, uh, yeah, that's right. Eighties <laughs> and the eighties and nineties yes. were a blur. Yeah, <laughs> pink. Uh, no, what was it? A BMW. You got your BMW. Yeah. The, what else did you have? Your green toe. Oh. No, you still have your green toe. Uh, so, <laughs> but uh, I, was I love Graham's face when we talk about the green toe. <laughs> the green toe. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, you know it's a glitter green toe is fucking important. It is. I hey, I I have to tell you, I I had my I had to have my toe, my green toe, redone in New Jersey because I got off, I got off the plane, and I looked down and I thought, you know, I'm showing I'm showing too much. Uh, too much of the back of the toe. Ah, See what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And so, and so there was this, uh, this woman that's job, whose job was to drive me around uh, while I was in New Jersey. And, and, and I said, Oh, you've got to find me a, a place to get my toe done. Right. 
And uh, one toe. It, one toe, just one toe. Well, I had to get the whole, I had to get everything done, but then only the toe gets greened out, right? And so she takes me to a nail salon that was in the worst part of town, right? The were, I mean, literally, uh, and, and boy, if you're in Atlantic City, Atlantic City has some really worst part of towns, right? It really does. And so shit gets sketchy. <laughs> I think it's sketchy quick, right? And, and, and I have my saddles on it. And I walk in and, and, and I, you know, get my, they get my toes done. And I get my one green glitter, glitter green toe. And, um, and so that, so that I wouldn't uh, get my uh, Levi's, uh, it wouldn't destroy the, the wet toe. I rolled them all the way up. So that they're up around my knees, right? I pay and I'm walking out with this woman. And this woman is not happy about this at all. She she didn't want to walk outside with me because it was a sketchy part of town. But not only was it sketchy, they were there was a, a construction crew rebuilding the sidewalk. So I had to go out and go past this construction crew, right? And <laughs> And one of the guys says, uh, says, oh, look at that toe. Uh, I, I don't know. What, I don't know if I should hit him or throw up. And I said, you know what? I think you better throw up. <laughs> he just and he just backed up a little bit because he was pretty small. And I was like, and this woman. And I turn around and she's gone. It took me a block and a half to catch up with her. And I was like, hey, where'd you go? And she goes, I'm not hanging with you. The car's hey, over here. Hey, would this woman be a current employee of the Project Louder network? No. Oh, okay. I, however, told her the story. The story, okay, because that's what I heard. And, it. She, and she cracked up. Okay. I thought she, I thought she was going to die when i told her about that because i was in the room that i was in her room that night we were in, having an, an interview and we literally talked for 40 minutes straight no 20 minutes straight about my toe <laughs> it was great is this like so is this is your toe the whole toe painted green or is it just the nail it's just the just the nail his, his Wait, he gets that, his toes done animal? he gets his toes done because he is in fact the very classy gentleman, but he gets the yeah, one right. toe green as a deterrent and as a distraction or a conversation starter, perhaps. That's that's you know what <laughs> you don't know. I don't really know either. But I've had well, I I've had it that way for I can't even remember how long. Wow. Why did why does this confuse you? Well, I'm just I mean, you know, one green toenail, I wouldn't have thought it was that obvious when you walk by to get some well, constructors work you can look at it this way some people in america carry guns to feel safe mick paints his toe green <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> different strokes for different folks graham <laughs> you, you know it's it, it it's a deterrent because w w what you do is when people come in you go what toe <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck are you looking at my feet, bro? Yeah, <laughs> really. What, what's up with you? <laughs> you got a foot it's that in? Because people think, I, I, what's wrong I, with your toe? Yeah, well, or or you say, look, you know, I can drop my pants and you can see where the rest of the... Well, you can see everything else that's green. 
This episode has been so sexual and arguably. Oh my god. And it's labeled Sawyer brand chili, and that is uh (laughs) not bad that's hung like a hamster, huh? (laughs) Hey, very talented hamster, don't get me wrong. When's the animated series coming out? What's what's going on? Speaking of that, uh we're wrapping up the pilot episode here over the next couple of months, and you guys will see some of that leaking on the internet followed up by a Kickstarter campaign. So yeah, uh, exactly. That's a, uh, we, we've got, so we got I just the, like the leaking on the internet. Sounds like yes. mixed. Oh, well, <laughs> if you're expecting an official release anytime soon, you sir are on drugs. Yeah, yeah, you got, you got, that's, you know what? These days, that's the only way anything gets onto the internet. Yeah. The <laughs> there will be no finished state in which it's no. presented. No. <laughs> broken bits. Yeah, broke, broken bits, yes. Because we want it to look like everything else out there. Mick has this awesome new advertising style called Flood the Internet. And uh, yeah. we'll be utilizing <laughs> it throughout. <laughs> Listen, people, people that have argued about me about this wound up with 18 people at their event. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so I, I have to say this. I have to say you can't win an argument with 18 people against 100 plus. So very, very fair. And we'll see how we fare in uh, three weeks with uh, yeah. our yeah. own little shindig. But yeah, with the reach of Project Louder, we'll get firmly placed in the anus of all fans and they will watch us. They will watch and bask in the glory of the cast and crew of Texas Chainsaw 3. Follow Project Louder and projectlouder.net for more information on the event. Uh, Don't you have to wear gloves and a mask to say things like that? uh, If properly (laughs) lubed, I think you're okay. Uh, (laughs) It's a a combination of hand lube of hand lube and hand sanitizer. Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grab. You know what? We actually did bring you on to. I'm uh, just. In, I'm just enjoying listening to you tonight. It's fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the important thing, you know. Is, is that so everybody earlier? We had a brief discussion on the internet, Graham, about VHS releases and New Line Cinema and how they were kind of like, how, how did you put them? We'll let you talk about New Line Cinema. Oh, do you mean, what, like, like my post saying that they were kind of like the sort of, they were the foremost house of horror, really. To, Essentially. To a certain degree. Yeah, I mean, it, it had it not been for the fact that they sort of right, went they were. to like Austin Powers and Lord of the Rings and stuff like that, they, they would have been probably known more for the horror than anything else, but they kind of ruined it. And the picture we're referring to is, uh, see if I can actually find it while we're discussing it, is a hmm. 1996 promotional photo that features a variety of a VHS tapes for sale and just the pure, oh, I can, I, I, uh, I can actually probably show it. Yep. I'm going to show it up on screen here for all you, uh, where is it? Upload media. All you that have the camera working on your phone, because I can't see anything. Yeah, so this is the photo that we saw earlier. I'll pop that up solo on screen. Make a killer killing with our Halloween horror hits, and it's Texas Chainsaw 3, uh, a film that Mick and I do not like. Uh, Jason Goes to Hell, uh, The Mangler, Freddy's Dead, and The Howling. What is that? New Blood Rising? Yeah, yeah. right. So that's just crazy. And uh, in a world where companies really don't 
push releases, especially after initial release, three mm. years into like a. But but wait a minute. You have to understand this is a lot of this stuff was released before. Um, VHS was widely you know, available. Right. Exactly. You see, okay. uh, VHS. I remember I remember going up to a VHS store next to where I lived. And uh, when I was working on New Line Films, and I think that it was maybe uh, 89, and uh, it was it, uh, it their selection was maybe 100, 150 films, mm -hmm. right? So what, what it, time would you start that, to see VHS stores pretty regularly? Well, here's the thing is at that point, and it would have been, you know, 89, 90. Like I said, at that point, they actually had uh, the recorders or the, mm -hmm. the players there, and they would rent those for $5 a week. So okay. you, you almost virtually had to get the player, you know, with the VHS to, to try it out, you know? Yeah. Before that, okay. it just, for, for, before that, just, you know, Here's a little bit of trivia. Since Mick, you are a former New Line employee, and Graham, you're the master of all knowledge on things. Uh, of the list of films there, what was the highest selling VHS release of them? Oh, I can't what? see it, but um, what was it? The films were mm. Texas Chainsaw 3, New Nightmare, Jason Goes to Hell, The Mangler, Freddy's Dead, or what is that? The, the last entry in the Howling franchise? Uh, the new so nightmare. Gonna... Do you know the 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 VHS? I know itself? the answer. I know the answer. Do you? Yes. Hmm. I'm gonna say new nightmare. Okay, Graham. What's your guess? Uh, I'd go for Freddy's Dead. Jason goes to hell is the highest VHS. Ah, and second. I'll tell you why. Because they every video store was forced to buy two versions of of the film due to the rated and oh, unrated copies being available right. at release. That's right. That's it is right. the I, highest I, selling New Line release to date. Oh wow! Okay, wait a minute. Nightmare Five was released in unrated and R-rated, but were they not forced to buy two versions from day one? I don't know. I'm not. I'm, well, that, I'm not that's American. <laughs> See, <Yeah. laughs> that's so hard. See, but, that, you guys but haven't... all at that time, that it was just it it was just hard. I mean, when we did Nightmare on <laughs> Street Four, it was it was just hard. No, it was it, it was meant to be it in so theaters. Hard, it wasn't known what the what the nature of the uh, of the market was going to be because that we were still in the middle of the beta, uh, yeah, beta yeah. beta versus uh, VHS. When you went there, there was always a bunch of betas and a bunch of VHS, and it wasn't. And you know what's kind of funny? Was there is three or four how... years before that all worked out. The old notion when did, that history when did, repeats. When did prices, well, sorry, TJ. When did prices come down? Because, you know, yeah. VHS tapes used to be like $80, $90. And obviously, when the 90s right. hit, they, they were actually affordable. So what was the difference between those times? When did they start? Whenever they beat Betamax, is that when they prices dropped? Is when they monopolized? The, right, the, right. The, okay. Yeah. It, it, I think that they were still really high by the end of the 80s. You know, it, it hadn't worked. It, it really hadn't worked itself out because the the thing is, is uh, then all me almost immediately once they did work it out, then the battle started to be between compact discs and 
full disc, mm -hmm. right? You know, that was that was the new quality was the big disc. And uh it, it's just uh it's always a battle, it's always something, goddammit. And like I said, you know, the, the notion that history repeats itself, we saw a very similar uh battle again in the early 2000s with uh blu-ray and hd dvd kind right. of uh with that yeah. thing similar to betamax versus vhs two very similar formats with just a hair's difference but it's all and, about and every, pricing and timing it is and, it, and it's it's also uh as soon as you say well this has got the better quality that's the one that's going to die <laughs> <laughs> that's the way it always is see oh beta is so much better oh yeah you mean it's gonna die next week right and i yeah. think that yeah oh no blu-ray is gonna be around forever okay so that's gonna die too <laughs> and i think the way that they circumvented that and in an effort to not have to create a completely entirely new format as they kind of evolve things with blu-ray so now yeah, it's into yeah. netflix <laughs> Netflix. I think they're all. I think that there always will be a need for physical media, despite streaming and digital, only because there will always be out people who are out there that are willing to collect things or don't have access to the internet. Because I know it's hard to believe, but people, the more center America you get, the less and less people have internet. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. right. I mean, right. there's a reason why boutique Blu-ray shops exist in 2020. You know what I mean? Why Ronin Flicks and Scream Factory have such a booming business? Why we have sellouts and stuff like that? That just goes to show that physical media is not dead. But I don't think that we'll ever see a giant competition amongst different formats because the demand for physical media well, is no longer that of what it was, let's say, 10 years ago. But you have to think about mm -hmm. it this way. It is also it is now so much easier to get them the physical yeah. The, you know, it's it's interesting how the markets have just blown up and completely changed. Uh, for for instance, uh, the the process of getting holding a hold of a D DVD or a VHS before the internet came along, and you didn't know where to go to find shit. You know, <laughs> that was that was interesting. I mean, communication has changed completely because just think of and it. And it's changed uh, businesses as well oh, in the way God, you think you know, completely. Like the way you approach creating businesses because in order to compete in today's market, you literally have to be a niche somewhere. Right, right. You have to capture like the oddest of the odd and focus only on that. If but, you want but, to. You're but here's the thing is you have this advantage. Your niche is worldwide. True, that isn't the way that true. it used to be. You know, a niche used to be it used to be that 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 whatever shop that was uh right next to the place that sold the sex toys see had to come all the way around boom exactly boom boom you know what that was <laughs> boom <laughs> I, I remember putting an ad in the paper to see to get hold a copy of motel hell in like the late 80s because it it was so hard to come by Wow, that's how, that's how you that's how you used to get stuff. Put an ad in paper, one ad, and say, "Yeah, oh, you got it." And hopefully, someone will call up. Yeah, I've got it. That's awesome. Like that, that's that's dedication uh, to your horror <laughs> fandom, though. We you get you get. I suppose the closest I, thing we used to have, we have over here with boot sales, but over there, I guess it would technically be a flea market. But I guess that's the kind of place you really have to prowl, or you, you, at least you used to back in the day to get this kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I'll give you one that I bet you never thought of. When we were mm -hmm. uh, when we were production designing 
in the 70s and 80s, and all the way up from the 30s. Research as a production designer or a costume designer or an art director was all done in basically one place. There was a, at at the top of, um, I can't think of the name of the studio, one of the big studios uh, off of uh, Wilshire, like the MGM studio, Mm -hmm. on, on top of the biggest stage that they had was an enormous library. And it had a couple, oh. a couple of old women that had been there. Um, I think one of them, one of them still was wearing their original toga. A um, <laughs> couple, a couple of old women in there uh, that you would go in and say, "I need." You know, let's say that you were doing um, something from Siam at the time, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you were doing the King and I. So you would go in, you would say, hey, I'm doing the king and I, I, I want to see pictures. I, I want to see everything that you've got on, uh, on, you know, Siam in the temples and so forth. And, and I, I need you to give me the, the costumer for this and this and this period. And those two old women, there was these long tables and they would come in and they would just you would get one table and they would just start laying stuff out. And it was wow. a combination. It would be these books. It would start as like a book, but each book inside of it had any clippings that any, that they thought was relevant to it would be in that. But so all these books were like, you know, enormous and you sit down there and, and you would get a, a, a sense for what you were looking at and you could copy it, but nothing could leave the library. Hmm. And that's and 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 the thing is, is that was an amazing resource because it was a visual resource that, you know, it wasn't like a whole bunch of words. It was like a library was just a uh, a barely uh, relevant to to what we were looking for. And yet we we had to find that stuff fast. And so we we would go in there and. it, it, it was an amazing, and then and now we have the internet, you know, and, and <laughs> yeah, and when you want when you want a, a you know a big woman, a big titted woman with an areola about that big, you you can do proper medical research on it, <laughs> right, Graham? Or just go through your history. Or just go through your history. <laughs> <laughs> which now does not exist, which then segues. <laughs> ah, rats! <laughs> segues into the end of this episode. Uh, thank you, Graham, for coming on. Thanks, okay. man. Th- hey, th- thanks. thanks for letting us subject you once again, subject you to the horrors of Rabbit Hole. Well, I'm yes. assuming someone, you know, c- c- couldn't make it. <laughs> 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 Graham, plug the books. Ah, uh, uh, Complete History of Ghoulies, uh, October 14th. Get it at waterstones.com and it will be available in shops around the same. Texas Chainsaw Massive is not happy. Okay. Should be December, but who knows with what's going on in the world. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Looking forward good. to both releases, though. See? Hey, wait, Graham. You got to admit, we're keeping we're keeping you and your books up, up on the consciousness of society. Yeah, well... All right, I'll send you a copy. <laughs> well, I, I I will buy a copy, and I want a very sexual inc- uh, inscription inside, just a nice, you know, 
I'll draw a really big areola for you. <laughs> there we go. Research this. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. And just a friendly reminder that this is now the Project Louder Network and the Do Back Network. As otherwise, uh, the banner on the bottom says dobackdiscussion.net. If you type that in, it no longer will take you to dobackdiscussion.net. <laughs> Rather, it will take you to projectlouder.net, which we are now rebranded to, and that is the home to all the content that was previously on the Dubak Discussion Network, but it is now displayed, how do you want to say, displayed and presented in a more professional and refined manner. And based on a new concept we will be expanding and i will and due to the fact that the world's in a pandemic and i will not make a joke spreading like a virus so i will let mick take it away uh <laughs> graham thanks for coming by you know what yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's someday someday you're gonna come on and 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 it'll it won't be just an accident on your part <laughs> hopefully not Thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody. <laughs> I've had enough of you. Get out of my oh, living room. <laughs> <laughs> See everyone later. <laughs> <laughs>